Greetings. You are welcome to this global online kingdom network. My name is Shepherd Gideon, and this is the Reconciled Kingdoms International. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, we thank you and we bless your name. According to the scriptures, it is written that if anybody requires wisdom, then they should ask of you. That is because it is written that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So Father, as we come before you with absolute respect for your opinions and your word, we pray, Lord, that you give us wisdom that will empower us to navigate through all the issues of life that we will triumph even as your word declares that through you we are more than conquerors in jesus name that we pray amen all right so for the past weeks we've been dealing with the subject comprehending the kingdom theology of jesus and under which the last thing that i dealt under that subject was a subtitle Jesus in the cults of the cosmos and we concluded that section by getting to the awareness that Jesus believed in the idea of him being a king and him having a kingdom and he believed that idea even to the point of death so he died believing that the reason why he was born was to testify of the truth and that he was king. So today we seek to deal with something very, very important that is required for the growth process of the believer and the nourishment of the sins. So today I'm starting out something new and this is going to take us quite a long period of time to digest everything so today i'll just do the introduction of what i want to deal with and then by the grace of god on friday we will begin to delve into the heart of that teaching so looking back from the trial of Jesus in the cults of the cosmos, there was a certain question that was asked that seemed not to have been given much attention 
when Pilate asked Jesus that, what is truth? And Pilate was highly educated and he was the governor as we all know. And all the regions in Palestine were under his sovereignty and then his authority. And upon all his education and upon all his exposure to the then civilization, the guy seemed not to have been taught on the subject of truth. So when Jesus told him that all those who believe in the truth hear my word, and then Jesus also said that I came to testify of the truth. And then Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? So I am going to be dealing with a subject title and everything we are dealing is under the curriculum of the kingdom of God. Okay, so our school of thought that we have been dealing with generally is the kingdom of God. Okay, the only message that Jesus preached. So under this curriculum, we are going to be treating another syllable and this syllable I have entitled the truth and the ultimate purpose for creation. I am repeating, we are going to be dealing with the truth and the ultimate purpose for creation. Most people have been taught a lot of things and growing up we have heard a lot of things about God that people have taught us, our parents, our men of God, our opinion leaders and people that we respect, they have taught us a lot of things and we have come to believe a lot of things. But the question is, of all the things that we've been taught, which of them is true and which of them is a lie? Now, when I was preparing to deal with this topic, the Holy Spirit will bring my attention to certain things that needs clarification. For instance, we we who have believed in the name of Jesus Christ, we have given ourselves a name that we are believers. So sometimes you meet somebody and then the person asks you, are you a believer? And then there are people that we call unbelievers. But if you really think about it carefully, everybody is a believer and everybody is also an unbeliever. Sometimes when people who believe in Jesus are praying, they begin to tell God that, oh God, even unbelievers are prospering. And we who are believers, we are not prospering. Unbelievers are happy and we that are believers, we are not happy. But the fact is that the person you are calling a non-believer, the person is a believer. Everybody on earth is a believer. 
Even those who think they don't believe in God, they are still believers because they believe that they don't believe in God. So everybody has what he or she believes in. So in the context of specific ideas that we tend to believe in that they don't believe in is why we call them unbelievers. But the Holy Spirit was saying that there are most believers who are unbelievers. So in this sense, they are believing unbelievers. And then there are also people who are unbelieving believers. But I am going to take my time and explain so that you are going to understand. Most of the things that we claim to believe, even about God and concerning God and in God, we really do not believe it. So let me touch on that word, believe. A belief is a strong and a deep conviction in an idea that which one holds to be true and real. Let me repeat that definition. Belief is a strong and a deep conviction in an idea comma that which one holds to be true and real this is called belief so the act of believing has to do with having a strong and a deep conviction when you are strongly and deeply convinced in an idea and that you see that idea to be true and then it is real to you that means that you believe it so anything that you have a strong and a deep conviction and you hold it to be true and real and then you practically act based on that conviction that you have in that idea is what is called your belief so there is this ideology um, that people think that there is something called the, the gospel of faith, but there is nothing like a gospel of faith. Jesus came to preach just one gospel, and that gospel was not of faith. Faith is simply that which one believes in. So everybody has faith. It is either you have faith in money, you may have faith in your husband, you may have faith in your job, you may have faith in your power, you may have faith in your car, you may even have faith in the drugs you take. For instance, when somebody goes to the hospital and then the doctor gives you a drug, and then the doctor tells you, take two tablets in the morning, two in the afternoon, and two in the evening and that it is going to solve your medical condition. When you leave that hospital and you actually, you are convinced about what the doctor told you and that you assume that what the doctor said is real and it is true. And you go home and you actually take 
the tablet two in the morning, two in the afternoon, two in the evening. That is an act of faith. You have never taken that medication before. So you are taking the medication based on the doctor's prescription by faith. You are hoping and trusting that what you are doing is actually going to work as the doctor told you. So everybody on earth has faith and everybody on earth is a believer. So it is not the faith you have that matters and it is not the belief that you have that matters. It is what your faith is in that is the most important thing or what you believe in that is the most important thing. That is why Jesus said, have faith in God. So those who will have faith in God, they believe in God. So in that context, they are believers in the sense that they believe in God. But it doesn't mean that other people are not believers. They are also believers, but they are believing in another thing or another person or another God. So... As we have gotten that one clear, now let's proceed with our teachings. The truth and the ultimate purpose for creation. Now, most of us, we have believed in a lot of things and we have exercise our faith towards a lot of things but the question we need to pause for a moment and ask ourselves is do what we believe appear to be true and by the grace of god by the end of this whole thing you are going to understand that there are many things that you you were convinced it was truth and it was a lie Even when you are learning or you are studying from the Bible, the Bible can feed you with a lot of lies. Huh. Let me take my time and let me repeat this. The fact that something is being preached out of the Bible or from the Bible does not make the thing true. So, the most greatest deception that has been successfully used to deceive people are things not even from the magazine or the newspaper, but from the Bible. The most effective tool that can be used to deceive a person is the Bible. And the devil himself is aware of this fact and this reality. So what is truth? Let me define what truth is. Truth, before I give you the definition of truth, let me make certain statements concerning truth. 
it is not the accuracy or the correctness of an information that makes it true meaning to say an information given to you can be accurate it can even be correct but a correct or an accurate information can still be a lie so you can be given certain statements from the bible's accurately and correctly but what has been given to you is a lie and i'm going to be proving these things with scriptures so what then makes something true let the scriptures speak for itself now let me define truth truth is the knowledge of original ideas or principles or information let's take our time before we will arrive at the conclusion that jesus is the truth why is jesus the truth if my money is missing and then i'm with three people in the house and i ask the three people this money of mine that is missing i want you people to tell me the truth where is my money i don't expect the person to tell me that jesus because what i am looking for is my money and i want the truth about my missing money so if you tell me jesus is the truth it means if you give me the answer that the truth about the whereabouts of my money is jesus it makes no sense so truth is the knowledge of original ideas, principles, or information. Now, I will come to the point when Jesus says he is the truth. I will come to that. Now, let me still touch on the matter of truth. Remember, I am just introducing the subject I want to deal with. The truth and the ultimate purpose for creation so jesus said in the book of john chapter 14 verse number six he said i am the way the truth and the life and then he says no man can come to the father except through me so Jesus is saying that he is the truth. So if you are looking for truth, the reason why Jesus is saying he is the truth is because he is the one who possesses original ideas, original principles, and original information about God and about any and everything that exists that is why he said he is the truth that is because if we are dealing with originality or authenticity whereby we are saying that truth is the knowledge of original idea principles or information in the very beginning the bible tells us in the book of john chapter one that in the beginning was the word 
what is a word a word is the expression of ideas okay and the word was with god where with god was it in his mind and the word was god why is the word god because as a man thinketh of himself in his heart so is he so the ideas that can be located in the subconscious part of god is god and jesus is saying that he is actually the ideas and the principles and the information that god possessed even when god was creating all things jesus is saying that he was the ideas the information and the knowledge behind the creative ability of god so he said from the beginning before anything was made the father possessed me and then he said i was there when he laid the foundations of the earth and in the book of genesis chapter one you will never see where the foundation of the earth is it is only when you read the book of psalm 24 that god tells you that he has founded it upon the waters and has established it upon the flood <laughs> but i don't want to go into those aspects today so we are going to be dealing with the truth because a lot of things that have been taught us are all lies especially many things that have been taught us from the bible are lies absolute lies so let me now defend the statement i made that it is not the accuracy or the correctness of an information that makes it true during jesus's encounter with the devil when he was being tempted by the devil the devil will begin to quote certain scriptures he will tell jesus that cast yourself down because god has given his angels charge over you to bear you up in their hands so that you will not dash your foot against a stone the devil had accurately and correctly quoted from psalm 90 psalm 91 and yet jesus says concerning the devil that the devil is a murderer from the beginning and he is a liar and he is the father of all lies because the truth is not in him and whenever he speak the lie he speak it of his own self now notice when the devil was talking with jesus the devil was not holding the bible so where were the ideas of psalm 92 coming from it was coming from within him it was coming from his mind and yet jesus is saying that the truth is not in him so we can quote scriptures from the bible and use it to preach to you but at the end of the day what we have given to you is a lie the fact that the thing is coming from the bible does not make it true it can be a lie and if you don't analyze these things very carefully then you are going to spend most of your years and your time on earth believing a lie 
when i start the teachings proper i'm going to give you scriptures that points out these statements clearly so we are told how that the devil beguiled eve how did he beguiled eve he deceived eve by the subtlety of his deception now notice that whenever the devil wants to tell people lies he does not use a magazine he uses the bible or what is called scriptures the devil who is deceiving and telling lies let's look at what god is calling a lie he goes to eve and then he asks eve what did god tell you he wants to use the scriptures as a weapon to lie to you and then eve tells him that God, the lord had said that we can eat of all the fruits in the midst of the garden but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil we are not supposed to eat of it we are not even supposed to touch it right there eve have handed over a powerful weapon that the devil is going to use and then the devil will tell eve that you will not surely die but rather when you eat you will become wise as god and your eyes will be open knowing good and evil now you you may be thinking that the devil is telling Eve an information that is not correct or that is not accurate until after they had eaten of the fruits then God now was given judgment and then God said now the man had become like one of us knowing good and evil so the information that the devil gave to Eve it was accurate and it was correct <laughs> but it was a lie so what makes something a lie notice that jesus have answered that question he says anytime the devil speak a lie even if he is quoting scriptures what is making those scriptures a lie is because he is speaking it of himself so truth is determined by the origin of that idea, that principle, or that information. So it is not what you know that is the most important thing. The most important thing is what you know, where did you get it from? Because anything that is not born out of the intentions and the desires of God, it is a lie. No matter how correct, no matter how accurate it is, it is still a lie. So one of the most powerful things the enemy can use successfully to deceive people is the Bible and the scriptures. Ah, so we are going to find out in this teaching that I have entitled The Truth and the Ultimate Purpose for Creation. 
We have been told a lot of things, the reason why God created the earth, the reason why even God created man. And most of us, the biggest lie we have ever been told is, God created us to worship him. In the conceptualized idea that we have been told that we were created to worship God, it is true and it is not true. I will come and clarify this when I begin the teachings properly. So, the ultimate purpose for creation, we are yet to find out. Why did God choose to create things? And why did God choose to create the earth? And why did God choose to create man? What was the purpose of creating the earth? And what was the purpose of creating man? That is because God is a God of purpose and everything was created with and for a purpose. And whenever purposes are not known, abuse and misuse is inevitable. Purposes are prerequisites for creation. What that means is that until a purpose is realized, creation is not permitted to happen. Again, purposes exist before creation. Before you will ever see anything being created, the purpose of that thing was first formulated before the thing was created. So we are going to have to travel very far back and find out what are the original ideas behind creation and what are the purposes of the creation and the creatures? It's going to be a very exciting and an interesting journey. The truth and the ultimate purpose for creation. That is because we have been told a lot of lies. But what is the truth about creation and what is the truth about the purpose for all creation? Everything that is existing, there is a truth. There is an original idea, an original principle, and an original information why that thing was created. And until we discover these things, we will not be able to maximize the potentials of the things God has entrusted to us. And that brings us to a final statement I am making during this introduction. Remember that God, as powerful as God is, he cannot set anybody free. That is because the responsibility of setting people free is not with God. God had delegated that responsibility to something else, the truth. And then he says, you shall know, not hear the truth, not be aware of the truth. But when you know, when you have an intimate relationship with the truth, what, the day you will have an intercourse with the truth, the day you will mingle with the truth, 
the day the truth will be exposed the nakedness of the truth will be revealed to you he says when you come to that point of knowing the truth then the truth will set you free so even if you are praying to god oh god set me free god cannot set you free the only thing that can set you free is knowledge of the truth and on friday i am going to begin now to take my time and massage the scriptures and we are going to assimilate it and digest it until it becomes part and parcel of us and we come to the realization of the truth but remember it is not the accuracy or the correctness of an information that makes it true it is the source of that information so everything the devil was telling adam and eve it was accurate it was correct but it was a lie so god's first question was i know that you have now realized you are naked i know that now you know the difference between good and evil but the question i want to ask is who told you now all the things that you have been taught about creation and the purposes for existence god has only one question who told you if the ideas you have accumulated is not coming from the source of god jesus the truth then whatever you are hearing and have believed it is a, it is a lie and the bible already tells us how that somebody can believe a lie remember i have given you the definition of belief so whenever you are given an idea like adam was given an idea eve was given an idea and eve had deep conviction and then she beheld that idea to be real and to be truth to her so that is what made her believe what the devil told her so even though what the devil told her was correct and accurate she has believed a lie had jesus made the mistake to believe that because whatever the devil was saying is from the bible it is true and he had gone on to practice it he would have believed a lie the holy spirit wants to make us aware that one of the most powerful victories the enemy has had over the people of god is not convincing you to do a bad thing it is convincing you to do a good thing which is not the right thing. And therefore, I make this statement that it is not everything that is good that is right. And it is not everything that is good that is God. What then is good? Good is a product of God. Somebody came to Jesus, he says, good master, and then he says, do not call me good. There is only one that is good, which is God. So if the idea is not born of God, 
if it is not coming from his intention and his desire, it is not good. So if God says, kill everybody, that killing is a very good thing. That is because it is coming from God. We are here to find out the truth about creation and the ultimate purpose for creation. So ponder over these things until I come your way with scriptures that backs up these statements that I have made. So we, for the next weeks that is ahead of us and the subsequent days ahead of us, we are going to be dealing with this subject matter, the truth and the ultimate purpose for creation. Because God is really not very happy as a lot of lies have been told concerning himself and then his creation and even why he created those things. So God now wants to be the defending counsel and he wants to defend himself. So the question is, it's not what you know that matters. Ask yourself what you know. Is it truth? Is it an original idea? An original principle? An original information that was born out of the intention and the will of God? If it is not, then we are yet to search for the truth. But Jesus has already promised that whoever will search will find. And whoever will ask will receive. And whoever will knock will have the door open to them. So, until I come your way again next time, my name still remains Shepherd Gideon. And this has been the Reconciled Kingdoms International. I love you all. And bye-bye.